I was watching a uh, documentary on Netflix. One of my days off thing, man, and I was um I was watching the uh the Aaron Hernandez um Netflix documentary. And I ran through that, man, and um I needed something else to watch. So, I ended up watching um a, another documentary called Losers. And um it was really good. Um it's it's one of those documentaries where um where you know everything is is focused on winning and this is focused on losing but more so it highlights the losses and how they recovered how they got back up from the losses so the first one i watched was on um, michael bent b e n t t and i i watched heavyweight boxing back in the days back in the holy field and tyson days but tommy morrison days i i but i i don't remember this guy and uh Michael Bent was a dominant Golden Glove uh, winner as an amateur. Um, I think it was four or five times, something like that. And um, I mean, he was he was basically untouchable. Every time he went in there to fight, he he won, dominant. And um, he ended up turning pro. And the only reason why he went pro was because he was ready to get out from underneath his dad's wing, get out from underneath his dad's house. His dad, his dad was real hard on him his dad was jamaican and um very very harsh on him uh really really kind of put him down so anyway he he uh he turned pro so he could get out of the uh get out of the house and so on his first professional fight he was knocked out on national tv and he was he, he this as an amateur he was untouchable and here he does he he gets on national tv He's supposed to be the a champ in the making and he gets knocked out knocked out cold and he spiraled out of control at that point uh, i mean after you take a loss like that um i mean there's there's no hiding i mean as a as a as a fighter man there, you got knocked out there's there's no explaining it away dude you got knocked out and he he couldn't get a fight after that. He was to the adoration of of all, and then in one fight, no one wanted to touch him. And obviously, he spiraled out of control. He was young. He was now went from a winner to overnight becoming just a loser. No one wanted to touch him. And when he would walk the streets of Queens, uh, New York. People would sneer. People would talk about it. As a matter of fact, he came up to his car one time and it had a champ with a question mark. And um, you got knocked out in the first round. I mean, somebody just left that on his car. So obviously, man, his his morale, his ego was just totally busted up. He spiraled out of control, ended up uh, drinking. He was ashamed uh, to go out in his neighborhood. His, his, dad, <laughs> his dad just looked at him as a POS, man. But he somehow got with the right people and he so he kind of picked his head up a little bit and he ended up getting with the right people who were looking for a sparring partner for the uh, heavyweight champion Evander Holyfield and so he ended up Michael Bent ended up sparring with Evander Holyfield and the trainer told him at the end of the sparring session he said you know what I, I, I couldn't tell which one was the champ both of you guys look phenomenal. And that ignited Ben. It reignited him. And as 
I don't know, luck would have it, Bent ended up getting a uh, a tune-up fight with Great White Hope, Tommy Morrison. Tommy Morrison was supposed to be the Great White Hope man who would who would uh, who would be the next white heavyweight champion in the world. Actually, he was the heavyweight champion of the world, and he was he was supposed to be just. I, I think he was machine gun. I think was his uh, was his thing, and he was just he was just knocking people out left and right. Tommy Morrison was so ended up. Um, uh, getting a tune-up fight with Tommy Morrison, and as as fate would have it, man, he knocked out Morrison, and Michael Bent became the heavyweight, the most unlikely heavyweight champion of the world. Bent turns around and takes up a fight with an unknown boxer, uh, Herbie Hind, and Bent turns around and gets knocked out. And dude, when I say knocked out, he didn't get knocked out like falling to his knees or falling backwards or even falling into the ropes. Dude, he got knocked out frontwards, meaning that he was out cold and just like hit the ground, hit hit face forward and then bounced off the mat. He was out. It was so bad, in fact, that he ended up in a coma. When his dad was asked for comment, it was his dad, the Jamaican, said that's what he gets. Serves him right. Doctor said Bent would never box again. His brain was swollen. He's lucky to even be alive. And Bent said that turns out to be the best thing that ever happened to him. To get knocked out. To end up in a coma. Because, see, it took that for him to truly find his home. In acting, in advising, in directing in Los Angeles. See, Bent couldn't box anymore. So he didn't know what to do. And so somehow he, again, it's one of those weird twists of fate that he ended up meeting a guy and got some connections to start giving some advising roles about boxing. Because Bent had credentials to even be, to even get close to being a heavyweight champion and let alone being a heavyweight champion. Doesn't mean even if it was for one fight, he's still a heavyweight champion. So he gets out there to L.A., starts advising, gets hooked up with these well-known actors, starts training them not only for some of their films, but also just training in general just to keep them in shape for upcoming movies and stuff like that. He ends up connecting with Clint Eastwood on, um, I think it was Gone Baby Gone. Um, and, you know, and, he, and Ben actually starts acting. And he plays opposite of Will Smith. Will Smith played Ali. And Michael Bent played a young Joe Frazier. And he was at home. Michael Bent was at home. His favorite quote is by Miles Davis. Sometimes it takes a long time to sound like yourself. Michael Bent initially didn't even want to box. He didn't want to. He did it because his dad forced him to. And when he told his dad as a youth, Dad, I don't want to box anymore, his dad beat the hell out of him and made him box. But see, because he had to fight, he became the Golden Glove winner multiple times. And then it took him turning pro to get out of the house. And it took him getting knocked out to hook up with Evander Holyfield to getting a tune-up fight with Tommy Morrison to becoming a heavyweight champ, to getting knocked out in a coma 
in finding his home. <laughs> How unlikely is that, man? It took that route for him to find his home in film, in Hollywood. And he's so grateful for it. You know, sometimes it takes getting knocked out in life to truly find your home, dude. The most tragic of circumstances, the, as embarrassing as they are, it takes going through all of that pain in order to find your peace. See, it's in your loss. In your loss is where you end up spiraling out of control a little bit. It, it's it's Then somehow your fire gets reignited. You start to find your footing. You start to rise to unbelievable heights. You're saying, oh my God, this is, this is, this is exactly, this is what I want only to get knocked out in front of, it seems like millions of others. You went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, but see all of that was necessary because it takes a long time for you to finally sound like yourself. That hum, that rhythm, it's so pure. No more facades, no more masks, just you, authentically you. We've all got knocked out in life. And sometimes we take it upon ourselves and we think, uh, you know, we're, we're not deserving Sometimes we feel like a loser when actually we're champs. And if you find yourself in those situations, if you find yourself in that situation now, if you really don't know what that meaning is, dude, you got to get back up and you got to keep pushing off because you, you're trying to find your footing. And in this, you have to realize that, like Davis says, it takes a long time for you to finally sound like yourself. So don't get discouraged right now, man, if it seems like that the world is caving in on you, that you can't go another day, that all this is for naught. It's not. It's not. Look at Bent's path. Look at what he had to go through, man, to finally get to a place where he was at peace, a place where he could be authentically him. See, he said he had to play the role of a fighter. He didn't want to fight. He, he, he had to do all of those things. He had to do the very things he did not want to do. But it's in the fighting realm. He's not a fighter anymore, but it was in the fighting realm, dude, that he found that he could teach, that he could instruct, that he could advise, that he could act. Sometimes it takes a long time to sound like yourself. Keep fighting. Stay in the sales life.